Hello and welcome to the Your Honest Ally podcast. My name is Amy Greenaway and I'm here to be your straight shooting bestie who lovingly tells you what you need to hear without beating around the bush, is your biggest hype girl and wants to see you living the life of your dreams. In this podcast, we'll cover all things self-development, from manifestation, relationships, sex, fertility, owning your space and so much more. You'll be exposed to ideas that will expand your horizons and give you knowledge to make empowered life decisions. Before we get into it, I invite you to open up that beautiful mind of yours, leave all the offense behind, and get ready to take full accountability and own your life. Let's grow together because, hey, I'm still figuring out life too. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to my first podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoy what you hear today, be sure to hit that subscribe or follow button so you won't miss any upcoming episodes. Before I dive into today's episode, let me introduce myself. I'm Amy, a louder than life 30-something year old continuously striving to create the life of my dreams. I have an intense fear of looking back on my life and feeling like I held back. Honesty is my policy, and I'm the person you come to when you want to know the truth rather than be told what you want to hear. I'm a fierce individual who doesn't have a problem standing my ground, yet at the same time, I have no problem with being vulnerable and shedding a few tears. Actually, I shed a lot of tears. (laughs) Throughout my journey, I've learned to go after what I want and make it happen, and I'm here to help guide you in doing the same. I'm all about having your cake and eating it too when it comes to life. Today, I'll be delving into my unique fertility journey and how it differs from the norm. So I thought I might do a segment each week. Um, It'll be either a fun fact, a life hack or a recommendation because I love a good rec. I have so many random fun facts and I love a life hack. So I thought I would share them with you all. I'm going to start this week with a fun fact. This fun fact isn't so fun, kind of sucks, but um, it's good to know. When you say you buy grass-fed beef or organic beef, you're paying so much extra for it. The fun fact is that when you're buying grass-fed beef, it only has to be grass-fed for two weeks of its entire life for them to be able to slap that label on it and charge you more. What you actually need is grass-fed and finished beef, which has been fed grass its entire life. Obviously, it's a lot harder to find. You barely can find them in general grocery stores, so it's better to go straight to the farm or a butcher. That is my fun fact for today. Look out for grass-fed and finished meat. So our fertility journey, I guess I'll start at the beginning. I am married to a beautiful man named Kirk. I'll probably speak about him quite a bit during this podcast as he is a huge part of my life. Um, But yeah, we have always kind of wanted to have kids, just not right now. And even though we don't actually want to start trying to have kids until late next year or mid next year. I personally didn't want to get to that stage 
and just think, oh, we'll just start trying and then not be able to fall pregnant because by that stage, I'll be 32 years old and not even not being able to fall pregnant, but also carry a baby full term and deliver a healthy baby. So last year, I decided to go and get my AMH um, tested, which is just a blood test, the anti-malarian hormone. And it essentially tells you your eggs in reserve and how many eggs you have left. It's obviously not super precise as it's a blood test, but it gives you an idea. And unfortunately for me, what happened was my doctor called me and my leg, my legs, and my egg count was actually super, super low for my age. She, from memory, she told me my, is my egg count should be between seven and 48 or something like that, the, the blood test results, and mine were down near three. From that, getting that news, it was quite um, a shock, well, a hit really. It wasn't a shock because I always had this weird feeling that maybe I would have more trouble having children than my family, um, but it still hurt, like it upset me. So my family are crazy fertile they literally look at someone pregnant and fall pregnant so for me to have such a low egg count it was like what on earth but I am much older I guess I will be at the time that I start trying to have children than any of my siblings have been when they've fallen pregnant and had children and I get that's a like that's part of it. That's we chose to. I chose to travel and enjoy my life. Oh, kids are amazing. I'm obsessed with them all. But I chose to travel instead of have children and settle down. Um, but yeah, I was a little bit upset. I guess when I got the news, I was like, "It's okay. It's okay." And then the more I thought about it, the more upset I got, and I spent a whole week crying. Essentially, I would literally would cry and cry and cry and Kirk didn't really understand. He was like, don't you have millions of eggs? And I was like, yeah, that's me. And then he'd be like, it's okay, not if I have no eggs. Um, but anyway, that was a whole emotional, emotional week. And after speaking to my beautiful friend Jasmine and she calmed me down a little bit, I reached out to my friend Jake who is a he's just a health genius I used to work with him and ever since then I just knew he was he's just amazing I always recommend people follow him and work with him if they can but yeah so I reached out to Jake shout out to Jake Dolishal he actually has a great podcast called A Gut Feeling from Memory I t sent him my results and I spoke to him and I told him what I've been going through for the week and Jake was really not worried at all. And he just responded saying, I wouldn't be worried. Um, and he sent me a meta-analysis, which a meta-analysis is a scientific study of other scientific studies, like a bunch of scientific studies. I read through the whole thing and it concluded pretty much that the AMH test can, like it does not indicate whether someone can conceive naturally and it doesn't actually change the chances of being able to do so. And it causes unnecessary anxiety in people. So after that, I was like, oh, 
okay, I feel a little bit better because I was having that unnecessary anxiety. I was spiraling and spiraling, so sad, so upset. Jake referred me to Bianca from A Conscious Creation who works with preconception and fertility, pre and postnatal um, women all the time. So what I've decided to do with the knowledge of having the low egg count is get my body in the most optimal health and like primed to be able to fall pregnant and carry a baby full term and have a healthy baby. I'm quite a holistic person in my approach to medicine and when my doctor called and wanted me to go straight into fertility treatment and down the IVF route, um, I didn't want to freak out and do that and I didn't, yeah, I didn't want to go straight into fertility treatment in the Western medicine side. Personally, for Kirk and I, we don't want to undergo IVF ever. It's just not something I want to put my body through personally. So yeah, instead we've just decided that we will get my body in the best possible place to be able to fall pregnant and carry a baby. Another reason that I decided to go down this route instead of straight into the um, trying to fall pregnant or the Western medicine route is over the past few years, I have learned how your health while being pregnant and even before you're pregnant can impact the health and neurological development of your baby. For example, if you're super nutrient deficient or have gut health issues when you become pregnant, the baby has a much higher chance of having autism, allergies, low immune system, seizures, etc. So this isn't to say that it's the cause for it all, but I, if I have the knowledge of this, it would be irresponsible of me to not use it, right? Like you do your best, the best with what you know, and then when you know more, you do better. So anything I can control, I will. Obviously, we can't control if we actually fall pregnant and carry a baby full term, but I can control how my body is prior to trying. So that is our thought process with it all. Even if we don't end up having children, I should be looking after my health like this regardless. So there's no kind of ultimate loss in this situation. Like it's weird. We literally go through life with subpar health, knowing we're not feeling fantastic, like rolling out of bed tired every day, like exhausted with aches and pains, like all of these things. And we just cruise through life like that. And it only takes something like wanting to have a baby or a health scare or something like that, that wakes us up and is like, oh, I actually want to look after my health. Why did I not do this earlier? That's my question to myself and maybe a question to you. Like if you know that you aren't feeling your optimal health, does it really need to take you wanting to have a baby or them telling you you have diabetes or anything like that to actually have a kick in the butt and look after yourself? So anyway, I've sidetracked. Anyway, we're going to start working with Bianca. Um, she's so well-versed in blood work. When I did my first consult with her, she sent me a huge list of bloods to go and get, which I have since done, and she's going to read them. They haven't come back yet. I only just got them done the other mm, last week. With the blood work, 
not all of it was covered by Medicare or bulk bills, unfortunately. So I ended up paying $250 out of pocket. If I had gone and just ordered them myself through the ice cream website, I think it totaled to almost $900 to get all of these bloods. So I did obviously call my doctor and got a referral and that saved me a lot of money. When I shared on my Instagram story that I had paid for the certain blood tests, my cousin who actually works in a public health pathology in New South Wales, she reached out and said that all of those tests are covered by Medicare if you go to a public health pathology. She looked it up for me. Unfortunately, there is none where I live. But if you do know of one near you and you need to get your bloods, then I would definitely recommend going there and saving yourself a bunch of money. I think iodine is always, um, you always have to pay for iodine. It's a urine test and I don't know why they don't cover that. So that's about just under $60 to get iodine. So I've got my bloods done. I'm waiting for them to come back and I will then take them back to Bianca to read. So they go back to your doctor. So you have to have a GP refer you to get the blood work. So if you're going to get your bloods done, I would always recommend taking them to someone that knows how to read them, a naturopath, someone that specializes in blood work, because a GP is a general practitioner. That is what they do. That, that you, We can't expect them to be able to specialize in all these different areas when they're literally a general practitioner. So what you do is you go to a naturopath, they give you the list of bloods you need, you take them to your GP. Your GP then refers you and you go and do a pathology and get the blood test done or the test done. They will go back to your GP and you ask your GP for the papers and then you take them to someone that can read them. The reason we do this is because, as I said, GPs can't read blood work and their markers that they have that say you're fine are unfortunately based off our society, the average health of our society. I'm not sure if you've noticed we live in a sick society. People are not well. People do not do things for wellness. They do things to fix things. So when they're saying to you, yeah, your levels are great, if you took those same bloods to someone that knew how to read them against optimal results, they would probably be able to tell you things that are off that your doctor can't see. And as, like, as I said before, it'll, it'll end up with a lot of frustration with you and your GP. Like, you can't go take your blood to your doctor, have your doctor tell you you're fine, and then get mad at your doctor because you find out you're not fine because they don't know how to read it. <laughs> like It's just not really fair on them or on you. So I would always recommend paying the money, seeing someone that read your blood work. Now that I have had my bloods done and my testing done, I will, once I get them back, I will go see Bianca and find out what my next steps are, which I, I am super nervous, but also super excited. I'm nervous because I do know there's things that are definitely off. I don't ever wake up feeling refreshed, even when I have eight, seven, eight hours sleep. I, I just know, yeah, Think things are off, but I'm excited to fix them, and I'm really excited to get like become my best version of myself, really. 
I decided to share our journey because, yeah, it's not the typical route people go down. And I wanted to bring light to this way of doing things. Often we yeah, get our bloods done and looked at by a doctor and we're told we're fine or people are like we're ready to have children and we go, okay, it's time, so let's try. And then when we are struggling to fall pregnant or um, struggling to carry a baby full term, then we have to go down the route of the fertility journey and trying to figure out what's wrong with our bodies. Nothing's really wrong with our bodies, but what is slightly off or off. And often they're referred straight to IVF without ever actually looking at what's going on. And IVF obviously only addresses one part of the situation and there could be so much more going on within our bodies. So if I can get this knowledge out there and it can help anyone, even if you don't want to have a baby for another 20 years or 10 years and you're like, you know what, when I do decide that eventually I want to have a child, I need to make sure I'm in my optimal health, not just for your sake, but for the baby's sake. Yeah, I'm not just doing it for myself. I'm doing it for my baby, babies, hopefully. And obviously we'll be getting Kirk sorted out too. So I'll keep you all updated with what happens with all of that. And it'll be exciting to share and just yeah, open everyone's minds to what else there is that could be happening in our bodies. Thank you so much for listening in. A quick reminder to hit the subscribe or follow button so you can know when a new episode drops. And I would absolutely love it if you could leave a rating and review or even share the podcast on your socials. It will really help it get out there. I know personally for me, when someone shares a podcast on their stories I always go and listen to it so if you think it would be valuable to anyone please share and let them know in the next episode I will be talking about how to be single I am very excited to share about this one I know quite a lot about it I was single for a very long time so yeah I hope you allow me to be in your ears each week I'm looking forward to learning and growing with you all and remember I'm on your side Big love legends.